1: Welcome to Psalms of Hope with Samantha Landy, author of over 20 books, businesswoman, magazine columnist, Bible teacher, international conference speaker, and distinguished woman of the year from Northwood University. The scripture says in Isaiah fifty-five eleven, "...so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please." and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. It is Samantha's desire to fulfill this scripture, encircling the earth with God's word and God-honoring music, bringing the message of Jesus and his love to you. And now, here, Samantha.
2: Merry Christmas. Oh, how I love smiling and giving that greeting to you. <laughs> It brings great joy to my heart and to yours, too, I know. This is a special Christmas edition of Psalms of Hope, and I call it special because this whole month I've been sharing about the birth of Jesus, the Christ child. Celebrating his birth and the people surrounding that event has always been very special for me. And on this program, I'm looking at the women in the Christmas story. Well, in the previous weeks, we've discussed the importance and variety of gifts in the Christmas story. I had quite a few emails about that one. Many people hadn't thought about the importance of the gifts of the Christmas story 2,000 years ago. They thought the gifts were just part of our modern-day celebration. Well, if you missed that program, be certain to write or email and request the special CD I've put together of all three of the Christmas programs. It will include the stories about the gifts, the men and the women of the Christmas story, as well as all of the wonderful Christmas music. Well, the blessing of Christmas lies in the fact that it's not just an historical event that happened over 2,000 years ago. But Christmas is a continuing event in our heart as we choose to worship Jesus. Jesus wasn't just born in Bethlehem, but he is being reborn in our times, in the hearts of millions of people all over the world, including you, my faithful listeners. Well, the first woman I want to mention in the Christmas story is Elizabeth, the cousin of Mary, the mother of Jesus. The Bible tells us that Elizabeth and her husband Zacharias, who was a priest in the temple, it says they were righteous before God, walking in all the commandments of the Lord. Now, Elizabeth had been childless even into her old age until her husband received a prophecy that she would have a son. And it was when she was six months pregnant that her young cousin Mary came to visit her. Before we talk more about Mary's encounter with Elizabeth, I want to play for you one of my favorite Christmas songs. It's a song that was written in the 1800s and is probably still the favorite Christmas song around the world. Here are the carpenters singing, Silent Night, Holy Night. wonderful Christmas song. Yes, silent night, holy night. Well, on this program, I'm discussing the women in the Christmas story. In the previous segment, we talked a little bit about Elizabeth, Mary's cousin. And now for a few minutes, let's look at Mary, the mother of Jesus. If you're Catholic, you're very familiar with her as his mother. And if you're Protestant like I am, you probably don't know as much. So let's look at a little history. It had been 400 long years since the last time that God Jehovah had spoken to the Israelites through the prophet Malachi. Yet, the devout Jews knew one day God would send them the Messiah who was to be their king. They just didn't know when. Well, as I researched many hours and books later, I found an incredible young woman emerge from the pages she has been called Mary, the mother of Jesus, or the Virgin Mary. But as I researched, although the Bible doesn't say so, I imagine when the townspeople found out Mary was pregnant and Joseph wasn't the father, I imagine they called her lots of other hurtful, defaming names. Well, according to researchers, Mary was probably 14 or 15 years old when the angel Gabriel appeared to her to deliver that incredible message that God had chosen her to bear the Messiah. Well, from the text of her song, which is now called the Magnificant, it's obvious she was educated in the scriptures. Even though it's doubtful she had any formal schooling, as women simply were not trained in school in those days. But legend has it that Mary was taught the scriptures by her father. So, not only did she know the ancient prophetic scriptures from Isaiah, but even more remarkable, every phrase of her song at Elizabeth's house was a direct quote from Isaiah and from the Psalms, as well as verses from Genesis, Ezra, Job, Micah, and Habakkuk. Not only did she have an unbelievable knowledge of the scriptures, but obviously, They served as her source of strength to be obedient to what God had destined her to do. Mary's example, again, challenges us. Does God's word so permeate our thinking that we express ourselves and make our decisions for our life based on what the Bible says about it? Well, something to think about, isn't it? So stay tuned. We're going to talk some more about Mary after this wonderful song by Daniel Rodriguez. He sings, when a child is born,
3: Dawn's a brand new morn This comes to us When a child is born A silent wish Sails the seven seas The winds of change Whisper in the trees And the walls of doubt Crown the toast and Comes to pass when a child is born. A rosy hue settles all around. You've got the wheel, you're on solid ground. For a spell or two, no one seems forlorn. a child.
2: I'm Samantha Landy, host of the Psalms of Hope program, and I'm so happy to share this time with you. I'm talking about women in the Christmas story, specifically Mary and Elizabeth. Among all of the godly Jewish maidens of that time, why did God select such a humble young woman as Mary? Well, the many commentaries I studied agree that it was simply the divine wisdom of God that chose her. And may I suggest that perhaps it was because she did know the prophecies about the Messiah. As I mentioned before, it was said that her father taught her the scriptures, so she would have a better understanding of what God said to her, because she knew the many prophecies concerning the coming of the Messiah. What is amazing is that she was in no way skeptical when the angel Gabriel told her she would become the mother of Jesus. She simply asked an intelligent question. How could she conceive when she was a virgin? Well, following the explanation from Gabriel, she simply said, Be it unto me according to your word. We may not understand the mystery of how it could happen, a virgin birth. But, like Mary, we can simply accept it with faith, just as we accept our own rebirth when we invite Jesus to come into our heart. And then Mary was prompted to go immediately to visit her cousin Elizabeth in Jerusalem. It couldn't have been an easy decision for Mary to visit Elizabeth. Mary lived in Nazareth, 75 miles from Jerusalem, where Elizabeth lived. How did Mary get to Jerusalem? Did she join a caravan? Did she ride a donkey? Did she walk? We don't know. But it must have been treacherous for a young woman traveling alone. Yes, Mary's life over and over encourages us to learn to have complete faith in God, no matter what the circumstances in our life. From her example, we know we can trust God to be with us each and every moment. Well, now let's listen to Julie Andrews singing Angels from the Realms of Glory.
4: Angels from the realms of glory, wing your flight.
2: Christmas music. <laughs> well, in the last segment, I talked about Mary taking that lonely, treacherous 75-mile journey to Jerusalem to visit Elizabeth, her older cousin. And remember, this was before cell phones, in fact, <laughs> before any phones. <laughs> so Elizabeth didn't know Mary was coming until she was at the door. And the most amazing thing happened. The Bible says in Luke 1, that Elizabeth exclaimed, Indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leapt in my womb for joy. Oh, wow. One author wrote that Elizabeth's baby John, who was now only six months in the womb, didn't have much room, but he exercised a hit your head on the ceiling kind of leap. <laughs> Oh, what a surprise that must have been for Elizabeth. But now remember, in Mary's womb, this was before her first trimester, back to when Jesus was just an embryo. Even though he was only the size of just a pinhead inside the watery channels of his mother's womb, Jesus had power. From the very moment of conception, Jesus was called Emmanuel, God with us. He may have been imperceptible except to a microscope, but he had the full power as the Father's Son. While only a cluster of cells, the fullness of God's presence was now impacting Earth at ground zero. Amazing, isn't it? Well, This Christmas, you too may feel limited in your choices in life, controlled by circumstances with little room and little opportunity. But John's reaction to the presence of Jesus proves there's always room for joy and worship, no matter how limited or controlled we may feel. Yes, you may feel hidden away from all you want to do, but remember, Before your mother knew she was pregnant, God knew you. God knew your name. He loves you and he knows your needs and he understands the parched and lonely places of your heart. Well, this next song is, in my opinion, one of the most incredible Christmas songs written in my lifetime. Listen carefully to the words and then I want to talk about it after we hear it. The song asks Mary if she knew what the life of her child Jesus would be like, if she really knew what he was called to do. This is Michael English singing, Mary Did You Know? Mary, did you know
5: that your baby boy one day walk on? Did you know that your baby boy would come on stone with his hand? Did you know?
2: Did you know, did you know? What an incredible song. I am so moved by this song each time I hear it. The picture of this young mother holding her precious little son carries me back to the time when I held my two sons in a similar way. I remember gazing long at their tiny little hands and precious little feet, those clear expectant eyes. And through eons of time, we look back and wonder just how much did Mary know of the future, the ministry of her tiny son? God had revealed to her that her baby would be the Messiah. But the details, the details. How could she have known that the baby she just delivered on that Christmas Eve in a stable would in fact deliver her from her sin? Could she possibly know that wrapped in that little body was all the power and majesty of the universe, of creation, of God himself. Hauntingly, the words enfold us with the word pictures of what he would do in his earthly ministry, and is continuing to do today. It says, The blind would see, the deaf would hear, the dead would live again. The lame will leap, the dumb will speak, the praises of the Lamb. Oh, my heart wells up inside and we catch our breath with the majestic images of his Lordship. That sleeping little baby in Mary's arms was and is the great I am. So this Christmas, I hope you will make certain that Jesus lives in your heart. That little baby has now taken his rightful place in heaven. He's at the right hand of the Father pleading for you to believe and accept what he has freely done for you. You know, the deepest longing of the human heart, of your heart, is to know your Creator and to know that you will spend eternity with him. His present to you this Christmas is offered for the taking. It's a gift. Just ask him to come into your heart and you will experience a Christmas like no other. And God will fill you with hope to face the world as his child. If you'd like a copy of this program on CD, I'll be blessed to send this Christmas CD as my gift to you. But I hope you know that this program is listener-supported, so if you can tuck in a little Christmas gift, it would help me so much to stay on your station. So do tune in same time, same place next week. This is Samantha Landy. May Christ dwell in your heart, bringing you hope this Christmas.
1: Thank you for listening to Psalms of Hope with Samantha Landy. Email her at samanthalandy.com. That's L A N D Y.com. Your gifts help to keep Psalms of Hope on your station. If you wish to write, you may do so at P.O. Box 1103. Florence, Montana, 59833, USA. To connect with Samantha, find her on Facebook.com forward slash The Samantha Landy. That's Facebook.com forward slash The Samantha Landy. Please comment on her page and share it with others. We pray that God, the source of our faith, will give you love, joy, peace, and hope. As you trust in Him.